0: Hello, and welcome to mildlypleased.com's most and also least anticipated movies of 2020. Starring Sean Lemmy, John Otney,
1: Colin Westman, and Matt Kirstens.
0: You guys are in for a wild ride as John and I talk about our most anticipated movies of the year, and Colin talks about the ones he's looking forward to not at all. Yeah. This has become an annual tradition for us, our bizarre format. I especially love that Matt is always here, even though he doesn't make a list.
2: I know nothing.
0: Color
3: commentary.
0: <laughs>
4: it's so that we can inform him on what movies are coming out in the next year.
3: Mm. And I got to say, guys, not looking forward to 2020, at least in terms of comparing it to 2019, I don't know if this is going to be as good
1: a year for movies.
0: Mm yeah
1: it's funny because like last year everything was ending yeah and now i don't really know i'm excited for the list because i'm not looking forward to anything uh,
0: i think you'll see from my list that the franchises that
3: are still around have definitely overstayed their welcome <laughs> <laughs> man did you guys see as of the day we're recording this we just lost yet another franchise with the death of mr peanut
2: <laughs> you guys hear
3: about this no planters is doing this weird advertising campaigns like mr peanut has died <laughs> i assume it's leading up to some super bowl commercial where like i think they're doing a super bowl commercial of his funeral well
0: and this- so they're going to introduce like mr peanut jr i don't know hip millennial mr peanut Instead of a monocle he has you know horned rim glasses no,
1: he's gonna be gen he's gonna be a Gen Z, Mr. Peanut.
4: He's gonna be TikToking.
1: Oh yeah, He'll be TikToking and a Peanut and All his Fortnite dances. He'll never yeah. stop doing Fortnite dances.
4: You mean Fort Nut?
1: <gasps>
3: oh my, oh my god. god. Oh my god, we have something. We need to do something with this.
1: <laughs> Before the Super Bowl.
3: Yeah, we do franchise. Fortnut.
0: We've got a little more than a week. Let's get
3: started. Okay, we got this. We got this. Uh, uh, should, well, should we, should we just get into it? or?
0: Yeah, I guess the only question I had going into this was, did anyone have a January release that, uh, that got cut because of the time we're doing this podcast? I mean, Are I can any-
4: definitely say I did.
0: Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a
4: shame we don't get to talk about Doolittle on this podcast. Oh. <laughs> oh, well, that's what we get for for putting it off
3: looks like it did little at the box office (laughs) you can say that probably the the 50th person to make that joke (laughs) it's a good one though just a funny name it's pretty solid
0: well matt uh whose list do you want to hear the number 10 from first i don't care how about you Sean? (laughs) All right, my number ten is a. Uh, it's a recent change I made. I subbed a movie out to put this one in there, uh, and it's Stillwater, the new Tom McCarthy movie. Uh, and the reason it's number ten is because it's the new Tom McCarthy movie. <laughs> you you can never be too sure with this guy, right? I mean, he's made some really good movies like The Station Agent, The Visitor, Spotlight. Uh, but he's also the guy who made the cobbler and that's always gonna that's 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 some stink on him that's just never gonna wash off um he has another movie coming out in 2020 called timmy failure mistakes were made that's not a good title that's that's a pitching tense title but (laughs) but it's a real movie Um, but Stillwater is a, uh, a crime drama movie starring, uh, Matt Damon and Abigail Breslin. Uh, it sounds like, uh, Matt Damon plays like a super blue collar American guy who has to go to France, uh, where his, uh, daughter, who I'm assuming is Abigail Breslin, uh, has been arrested and accused of committing a murder. And so he's trying to, uh, I think, guessing from the synopsis, navigate, you know, a foreign country's legal system where he doesn't even speak the language, um and and save his daughter from a terrible fate. Which you you guys know I'm into the legal dramas, so if that's what this is, it could be good. I'll check it out. Yeah, and that's that's why it's my number ten. All right.
1: Okay.
4: <laughs> I'll do an exciting start Uh, John, all right. what's your number today?
3: Uh, yeah, it's Saw 8 You guys hear about this? <laughs> Nancy, have yeah. you heard about this? Fuck that shit No, but have you heard about this at all?
1: I feel like you were telling me about okay, it Okay, yeah,
3: because cause if you don't remember, this is going to fucking blow your mind Okay, so It's I saw Saw, wait, no, is this Saw 9? Fuck, saw this is Saw 9. <laughs> yeah, excuse me. Oh, excuse I, I'm so embarrassed. Uh, so <laughs> I did see Saw 8 in theaters, Jigsaw, and it kind of seemed like that was a movie where it's like, okay, we're, we've, we've kind of run out of ideas. We're probably done with this for a while. But then a certain celebrity walked into Lionsgate and say hey, guys, I love Saw. I have an idea for a, a oh. Saw movie, and I can also be in it. And they're like, okay, let's do it. And, of course, that celebrity is Chris Rock. Chris Rock has a story for a Saw movie, and he's going to get to star in this Saw movie. Uh, they're bringing back um, Darren Lynn Bowsman who directed Saw 2, 3, and 4, I think, which is like the real Saw movies, if you think about it. That's like the heart of the franchise. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's called The Organ Donor. I think the, the screenplay... Um, the guys writing the screenplay are the guys who wrote Jigsaw, which, uh, I mean, that movie was that movie was fine, but, I mean, the story is by Chris Rock, though. And probably the other exciting aspect of it is, as Chris Rock's dad is Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson is in a Saw movie. This is insane. This is, like, the biggest star power this franchise has had in years. Like, there was, like, three or four movies where the biggest star in this movie was Donnie Wahlberg, like... <laughs> <laughs> this is this is such a boost for the franchise. It, it sounds exciting, and like the fact that it's not called Saw right now, it's just called the Organ Donor. I'm sure they'll call it Cole and the Organ Organ Donor, or whatever some bullshit. Like they'll probably w- wuss out and put Saw in there, or maybe the Organ Donor, a Saw Story, or something. Um, <laughs> but I'm really curious to see where you can possibly take this, because like this is a franchise where the bad guy has been dead since the third movie. <laughs> and all the movies have been like prequels, slash, sequels, slash, flashbacks. Like, there's one Saw movie that's literally just previously on Saw for like 90 minutes. And I love that these movies have gone, like, out of their way to explain every single thing that's ever happened, like, and setting up every. The, the universe is, like, so. It's so fleshed out. Uh, and I am ready for some new flesh. <laughs> God this is gonna
1: be twisted may 15th the organ donor i'm trying to think of like what if brad pitt was a huge fan of you know enter dead paranormal activity like what what would be what would be another franchise that like just if you have a a huge celebrity that's just a real big fan of something could just get it made
2: Mm,
3: I'm trying. Well, I said Paranormal Activity, so I, I like the idea of Brad Pitt in Paranormal Activity, like <laughs> just playing himself, waking up in his mansion. And the ghosts are after all twenty of his kids.
0: I I'm not sure I can think of any franchise that's just dead right now. There's like every they're all back. Everything
3: every single one of them has a movie. You know now. they haven't they haven't done a Nightmare on Elm Street in a while. Maybe if uh, who's a random celebrity? What does a while mean? Like. 10 years exactly 10 years
1: <laughs> or what what about like i'm thinking something that you know is not or like yeah what if Bra- what if brad Pitt is like you know i really i really love flubber i just want to do flubber too <laughs> i've got a great idea
4: i was gonna say what about police academy
0: <laughs> it's tough yeah, lethal weapon why does it have to be in the franchise? What what is what makes it a quintessential police academy movie as opposed to just being a <laughs> police themed comedy? I, w-
4: I wish I could tell
1: you, Sean, but no you one, definitely no have the sound effects guy. The yeah, the yeah. sound I mean, I guess, guy. I guess this is kind of what Doolittle is.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Doolittle's so weird. Why did they make it? The first non-Marvel movie Robert Downey Jr.'s made in like, is eight years or something like that. Yeah, it's it?
4: just odd to me that they keep remaking that movie. When wasn't the first one like a huge flop? Like that's what <laughs> it's famous for.
3: Like in the in the sixties, yeah, it was. Yeah. So like, why
4: why do they want to resurrect it?
1: Because now they have the technology. I suppose yeah, they can finally
0: get it right. I'd rather more remakes focus on interesting ideas that didn't pan out. Mm just weird man yeah well how weird's your number 10 oh it's weird you
4: could say it's bogus um (laughs) my number 10 is bill and ted face the music like fuck you you. it's not like (laughs) look i'm not saying like i want this movie to be bad i i think cynical (laughs) asshole (laughs) And it's not like, like, I know this movie's coming from a good place. It's like, yeah, it'd be great if it was good. I just feel like, has there ever been a, like, long-awaited comedy sequel that's been, like, long-gestating
3: that's ever been good? I mean, that has to be a, such a small category. I
4: know, but it happened. Like, Zoolander 2 is bad. Like, they made another Dumb and Dumber. Like, if they made another Austin Powers, it'd be terrible. Like, I, I mean, I'd love for this movie to actually be enjoyable. It's just, I don't know. It's it's hard to capture lightning in a bottle with with comedies for, I don't know. For, for a franchise that's been out of commission for so long i mean i, I don't know i I'd, I'd see it if it was good i also need to see the first bill and ted movie i'm not not very well versed in the bill and ted averse but
0: anyways wow well it's yeah, your number 10 interest.
4: yeah my number 10 always something like yeah maybe it could be it could be
3: well bad. wasn't your number 10 last year joker yeah, and it Now it's going to win an Oscar. Oh my. So I think yeah. Bill and Ted Face the Music is going to win an Oscar. Probably. <laughs> That'd be something.
4: I mean, no one expected uh, a new Mad Max movie to be winning Oscars, but it happened.
3: I'm calling it, guys. Bill and Ted Face the Music is going to win Best Song at the Oscars. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I do like that uh, William Sadler is reprising his most iconic role, and perhaps only memorable role as the Grim Reaper.
3: And I like that it has no ho-hank, because he kind of looks like that Grim Reaper character <laughs> without even makeup. He though like, he's playing someone else. No, he's not a little reaper. On Wikipedia, it just lists him as antagonists.
0: Hmm. <laughs> How did you find these Wikipedia pages where they label who the protagonists and antagonists are? I've never seen that before.
3: What was I looking up? Do you remember Sean? I was looking up a I movie where it listed every character as like protagonist, protagonist, antagonist. It's like, who wrote this? Some sort of robot? I don't know. I'm ready to face the music that this is going to be good.
0: <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> uh, my number nine is The Personal History of David Copperfield. The new Armando Iannucci movie. Speaking of cynical.
3: It's like a book or something? <laughs>
0: well, yeah. Uh, yeah. David Copperfield. Are you recommending a book, Sean? <laughs> yeah. Go
4: ahead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what if he did recommend a book? Would that be so wrong?
0: <laughs> I think Arm... Our- Armando Iannucci makes funny things um I say this as someone who didn't like the death of Stalin as much as a lot of other people did um and I think my problem with the death of Stalin where the stakes were too high for me to like fully embrace the comedy (laughs) like like people got killed a lot in that movie and I found that to be kind of a, a downer um so doing uh david copperfield where it's it's not set in reality uh although obviously some people believe that david copperfield was a s you know was charles dickens writing about himself um sounds 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 good to me sounds like there's a, a plenty of uh comedy opportunities there it's of course the movie's got a super british cast um yeah, I think I think it'll be good. I think it'll be funny, and uh, I have a great history of putting costume drama comedies on these lists because the last time I did that was Holmes and Watson, everyone's beloved. <laughs>
3: Speaking um, of great comedies, yeah, yeah. What uh, if um, Daniel Day Lewis is like, "Hey guys, I'm a big fan of Holmes and Watson. Can we do another one?" <laughs> Specifically that, free, like, he's not even the Holmes or Watson. He's, like, some other character in it. Ugh. He's Mycroft or some bullshit. Just saying. You done, Sean? Is that it? Yeah, it comes out in uh, May. May we do my pick. Let's, let's do it, right? Yeah. You should. Uh, I feel like my next pick is trying to trick me. I'm gonna go with Antebellum, which is an upcoming horror movie starring smart, Janelle Monae. Mm-hmm. So Oscar Best Picture Nom right there. <laughs> uh, and the the they're being kind of vague, and the trailer's kind of vague, but it seems like it's about an author who uh, played by Janelle Monae, who keeps traveling back in time to the Civil War Antebellum times, time of slavery. So she has to experience like being a slave, and then it's going back and forth between time, and that sounds pretty interesting. And it's by. Um, Two newcomers, a directing team. This is their first feature. But the thing I think is trying to trick me is the poster just says, Get Out, Us. And then there's a butterfly, and then under that it says, Antebellum. And it makes you think, oh, so Jordan Peele is helping out here. But as <laughs> far as I can tell, he has no involvement in this movie. Apparently, there's another producer named Sean McKittrick who also produced Get Out, and Us and is a producer on this. It like it makes it seem like this is the next Jordan Peele movie. It's such a <laughs> misleading poster, and I hate it when movies try to trick me. So, but it, it sounds pretty pretty ambitious, and it stars Jill Monet, and it's like a mainstream uh-huh. movie. Like that's pretty cool. So I'm down.
0: I can't think of any time travel horror movies.
3: I guess Happy Birthday. What's it, Happy Death Day? Happy is kind of like Day. a time loop. Horror movie, and that worked out pretty well until they did it again. They made the second one, uh, but yeah, I think I think it uh, has a lot of potential. So that'll be cool, but not as cool as Colin's next pick.
4: Oh yeah, super cool! Uh, this is a movie coming out in a few weeks, I believe. Uh, it is Birds of Prey. Ah. Uh- and it's like I don't know. It could be good. It could be fine. I don't know. Could,
0: could you say the full title, please?
4: Um, just a second. Uh, Birds of Prey, parentheses, and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Isn't that isn't that quirky? Oh, that one. Yeah, that one. The oh, one okay. with the Harley I Quinn.
1: Confused. I was confused.
4: Yeah. Well, I guess that's why they had to give it that extra long title, so you knew what it was about um this one just looks like it's harley Quinn and like a squad a squad a squad of girls
0: a, a suicide squad
2: of girls a, a,
4: perhaps a suicide some squad kind of, of, girls. of suicide zone. yeah and uh i think that's for me why i'm just like eh. i don't know can this be good since it's a spin-off of Maybe the worst superhero movie I've ever seen. And I've, I've seen quite a few for somebody who doesn't get that excited about superhero movies, but that, that Suicide Squad movie was real bad. Um,
3: I can't remember if we came out saying that Suicide Squad was worse than um, Donna Justice. I think it is, right? Sean? I never saw Donna Justice.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Donna Justice You've has never a few seen parts. Donna Justice?
3: No.
4: I mean, it, it just came out, and it went, and the discourse ended, and I just...
1: Oh. I don't think the like discourse has to. ended.
4: It's still going on.
1: We're talking about it right now. That is true. <laughs> wow.
4: I feel like a chump now.
1: If I, like, go into it knowing that I'm going to be super depressed, it's not that bad.
4: <laughs> Did you only see it the one Suicide
1: time? Suicide Squad is a um no i i watched the extended cut one time when i just was like watching all the batman movies Mm. um i don't know i feel like suicide squad is way worse (laughs) yeah like it doesn't it's so bad (laughs) at least you got like batman batman's cool you know yeah i guess he's in suicide squad too yeah beating up a
0: like will smith in front of his daughter And the dog's like,
1: no, just let Batman beat you up. It's consistent with the dark Batman character. Yeah.
4: Also, it looks like the director of Birds of Prey, Kathy Yan, uh, has not directed any movies with a Wikipedia page. So it's weird that they'll just give uh, big blockbusters to these indie directors that don't have that much of a track record, but... Someone's got to direct them.
1: Yeah, there weren't I any mean, old white guys available. Yeah, I guess
4: they're probably just like, well, it's a movie about a women superhero team. We got to get a woman to direct it. Oh, there there are only so many of those that Hollywood
0: employs. So yeah. Well, yeah, that was a downer note in this <laughs> one. On sorry. Uh, speaking of lady directors, how about uh, one of the beloved boy directors? I'm talking about Edgar Wright. My Love boys. <laughs> he loves those boys. Love boys. Let's <laughs> pour one out for the boys uh, with Last Night in Soho, the new Edgar Wright film, uh, co-written by him and Christy Wilson Cairns. I don't know who that is, but I said it. <laughs> True. Uh uh, he, he has said that he is making a horror film in the style of uh, British horror movies like Don't Look Now or Repulsion, uh, which sounds intense. Um, it stars uh Thomasin McKenzie, who is the little girl from Leave No Trace, and also Anya Taylor Joy, who is the little girl from The Vivivitch. Um, so that's cool I know who they are Matt Smith's in the cast Diana Rigg from The Game of the Thrones And uh, James Bond um, I, I'm into Edgar Wright Experimenting with Doing non-comedy movies I mean that's That's been the trajectory He's been going in For a decade now So I guess it's going Pretty well um, And uh, I, It feels like he was It was like Inevitably going to make A horror movie at some point So here we are I'll give it a shot
3: Comes out in September, but like, how serious? Like, do we really know? I feel like it won't be that serious. I feel like it can't be. I dare him to make it not. That... <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I mean, the Driver was
4: fairly serious,
0: and I think Jordan Peele has done a lot of work uh, paving the way for comedy guys to just make a legit horror movie,
1: perhaps. I don't think it's a road that needed to be paved that way. (laughs) (laughs) You broke the glass ceiling of comedy,
2: guys.
3: (laughs) I want Edgar Wright to do a feature-length version of Don't. Do you guys remember the fake trailer Don't for Grindhouse? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That movie's got everything. (laughs) Yeah. But no, I'm excited for this. How could I not be? I'm glad to see he's doing like British stuff again. sometimes i wish baby driver had been british i feel like it would have been better if it was british and this is this literally has a british place in its name so (laughs) it's gonna be pretty british okay Okay. back to me Uh, it wouldn't be a most anticipated list if i didn't include some a24 you guys they're one of my favorite studios and this one sounds pretty neat. It's the new David Lowery film called Green Knight. Have you guys heard, heard about this? I have not. Well, let me tell you about it. So Please this do. is an adaptation of the Green Knight Arthurian tale, which I wasn't familiar with. But let me refresh you on this classic tale. So the Green Knight is a story with uh, Sir G- Gawain. Gawain, you know, he's one of King Arthur's bros.
1: You guys know what I'm talking about? Anyways, they need to make a movie called The Bros of the Round Table. <laughs> yeah, Broken Lizards Club presents or whatever
3: those guys are.
1: Yeah, bros.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Not
3: even clever. Okay. So the Green Knight is a story about uh this dude named the Green Knight who's like, I'm super awesome. Um, I challenge anyone to strike a blow at me. Uh but the thing is, if you do that, in a year, I will strike the same blow on you. So Sir Gawain goes out to visit the Green Knight, and he fucking chops his head off, and thinking, like, well, now he can't strike me back because I killed him. And the Green Knight puts his head back on, and is like, all right, in a year, I'm coming for you. And that sounds very <laughs> suspenseful. Oh, man, he fucked up. <laughs> and it stars um, Dev Patel from that... Uh, Charles Dickens movie or whatever you're talking about. Uh-huh. yeah. Um, look, it's also got Barry Keoghan and Ra- Ralph Ineson oh. from The v v vitch and Alyssa Vikander. Nice. And as King Arthur, Sean Harris, the bad guy from Rogue Nation and Fallout. So that's cool. And it's interesting to me because A24, it's like they don't really ever do anything like super high budget, and this is like a medieval movie? So is it like a medieval movie on like a smaller scale? That intrigues me. Like, seeing a smaller scale Arthurian tale movie, because I feel like that's one of the problems with all these shitty King Arthur movies they always make. It's like, let's go make it fucking super epic. Like, have they ever made a good King Arthur movie? I guess, like, Monty Python and the Holy Grail is the best one. Mm -hmm. R.I.P.
1: Terry Jones. (laughs) I mean, we'll see how Bros the Round Table. (laughs) (laughs) Bros the Round Table. Vince Vaughn is King Arthur. Vince
3: Vaughn, Kid Cuddy, and <laughs> I don't
1: know. Those who's... guys are way bro, too guys. old to be the bros of the round. <laughs> Adam Devine. Yeah, that's a great
3: choice. I just got straight to Netflix all over it. <laughs> Dude, I can't pull the sword out of the stone. Oh,
1: I pulled my dick out of your mom last night. <laughs> <laughs>
2: there's, there's
1: a joke in there somewhere. Dude, my mom died of the plague.
3: <laughs> oh, dude, it's the lady in the lake. Oh, no, it's a dude.
2: Gross. <laughs>
0: wow. So so wait, is the lady in the... Are we doing the sword and
3: the stone story or are we doing the lady in the
0: We're lake? We're doing There's, all of them. We got to so pick an Excalibur. You,
2: you
3: just got to throw in every single, like, King Arthur thing that people know. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's and not actually make Your Highness again
0: yeah, that's, Oh,
2: that's where I was fuck going.
3: Yeah, but this is better Because this is about bros <laughs> You're telling me Your
0: Highness wasn't about bros That would
4: had one woman in it It wasn't about bros
3: <laughs> This has so many This is like an expendable amount of dudes
4: <laughs> <laughs> In that the amount of dudes is not expendable <laughs>
1: All right, give me exactly. at least three. Give me at least three more castings for Bros. Well, uh, should we get? His, we, should we get Zac Efron in this? Oh yeah. yeah. For uh,
0: some reason, the shirtless knight. Yeah, maybe Miles Teller. Uh, a bad bro.
3: <laughs> Conor McGregor. <laughs>
0: sure, sure.
3: <laughs> Just throw in some fighting guys.
0: you uh, be the Hey, hey,
3: hey! Are we trying to cast
0: Bros mm-hmm. around table
3: or the next Fast and Furious movie? Yeah, you gotta. <sighs> ah. Like I know who's in the next Fast and Furious movie, Sean. I just pulled well, that name out of out of the ether. We're gonna get there soon. Don't worry about okay, it. Okay, um, Bros, uh, b- 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 Gronk Gronkowski.
1: Oh yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> He's retired. He's gotta start start his acting. He's gotta start his acting career.
3: And uh, one
1: more bro.
0: How about Jeff Jeff Gordon, if we're doing that? How about
4: Post Malone?
3: Post Malone. (laughs) Hell yeah,
0: Post Malone. Because then he can do the song. (laughs) Is he going to be smothered in makeup to hide all his weird tattoos? No. No, he's just
4: be a weird, like, I don't don't know, know. blacksmith guy.
0: (laughs) So he's, he's like, covered in soot? Yeah. To hide his
3: tattoos? They just (laughs)
4: look like his tattoos.
3: He's like, I made a sword. It's like, dude, that looks like a dildo. Multiple Just, penis jokes. It has the most – pe- it makes, like, the the list for number one most penis jokes in a movie. Do you yeah. think they had
0: dildos in Middle Ages times? Like, when do you think the first dildo was invented? Mm-hmm.
3: I feel like any – the answer – like, anytime anyone poses a question like that, the answer is always, like, since the dawn of time.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: I'm sure like the cavemen had like some like amber yeah you know, that was like fossilized no it wouldn't have been fossilized back then. You know what I'm saying though. A smooth rock. <laughs> a smooth rock.
0: Gotta heat it up over the fire first. Uh Colin, can you beat this movie we are pitching with well, our next film? Well
4: speaking speaking of a smooth rock, uh my number eight is Disney's Jungle Cruise. Ooh. Nice, uh, nice, 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 nice. Which is a movie that I heard about, and I was just like, "What is this? 2006?" And then I read that this movie has been in development since
0: 2006, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they just kept. Why'd you do an evil laugh, John? <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's an
3: evil laugh. That's my natural laugh. Yeah.
0: Well, Debellen, I go to the movies. The
3: I see my King Arthur bro movie, and I'm just like,
1: hey, 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 hey. is the like the witch or whatever? The, you know, those movies always have like some kind of witch. Is she just like smoking hot. Are we talking about the King Arthur movie again? Yeah, no, yeah, we're, we're not. Still talking rocked. about
2: that. We're talking okay. about <laughs> jungle cruise. <laughs> it's
1: like a witch. Like, in jungle, jungle cruise? Crusoe. Continued.
4: Okay. Huh? So this is of course based on the Disneyland attraction <laughs> jungle cruise. Yeah, which isn't it even, yeah it's not even like a popular ride there, like is it even a ride? You're just floating down a river.
0: There <laughs> are animatronic animals.
4: Yeah, I guess. It's like it's a small world, but a jungle. Um and it stars The Rock and Emily Blunt, who seem well. I guess this is kind of the rock's bread and butter as far as movies he does Mm -hmm. these days. It's just weird seeing him in like a, you know, a a period piece. Like, he just looks too ripped (laughs) to be in the 40s. (laughs) It's weird. Yeah. It's always like completely covered up in like long sleeve shirts and a hat. It's like he probably wasn't the first choice to get cast in this movie, but
0: yeah, the only characters he can play in the past are like Hercules <laughs> or like the human embodiments yeah. of God, not
4: a steamboat driver.
0: Yeah. Nobody knew how to work out until like yesterday. <laughs> it doesn't make sense for him to look like that.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, so like what happens in this movie though? Like what do they like they do? Just, it's like a cruise, I'm, and it goes wrong or something, and they get lost? Like, yeah. I, I, what's the concept behind this?
4: I can't even remember. I saw the trailer twice, but I can't.
3: There's a trailer? <laughs> yeah,
4: there's 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 a
3: trailer. <gasps> oh. Yeah. Not, not that Giamatti's I'm... Not that, I don't in, care. I don't
4: care. Yeah, Paul Giamatti's yeah, it, in it, but he's not in the trailer, so I don't know what he's doing. But I'm sure he's having some fun.
0: Have you guys seen many of the movies... In, in the like adventure genre that aren't Indiana Jones, like have you seen *Romancing the Stone*? Sure,
4: I have. Yeah, *Zemeckis*. I mean, what are we I, talking? I, like recent movies?
0: I'm just realizing, like, the, this is like a whole genre yeah. that exists. But there's, I like, I've seen Indiana Jones, those four movies, and I've seen *Romancing the Stone*. I haven't even seen *The Jewel of the Nile*. Uh. Is this, is this a potentially untapped market of swinging around adventure movies?
4: I suppose. I mean, when I look at this movie, I think of The African Queen, but that's it's not really an adventure yeah. movie. It's kind of a opposites attract movie set on yeah. a boat.
0: Actors being miserable in real life on film. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I mean, I feel like Hollywood has been trying to tap into the adventure genre for a while, ever since Pirates was a surprise hit. They're like, "Oh, mm-hmm. let's try Prince of Persia. Let's try Lone Ranger." But, oh yeah, too People Raider, don't sure. people don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. That's funny. Maybe oh, the God. movies just shouldn't suck.
0: Or maybe they shouldn't be adaptations of video games or rides. <laughs>
1: yeah, are you going to do a teacup movie? <laughs> Yeah, I wonder why it works so well in video games, but not in a movie. Because you want to do it. Yeah, I want to do it. I want to be the.
3: Yeah. I want to be the captain. I'm the captain now. That's why this <laughs> this won't work. Because I'm the captain now. All right. Look forward to maybe renting that on Redbox. <laughs> Probably not though. do right, stand Sean. in line.
0: Disney Plus. Um, yeah, as I, uh, foreshadowed a little bit, my next pick, uh, for anticipated movies of 2020 is Fast and
3: Furious 9. How are you not does... just sick of this? <laughs> <laughs> How yeah. can you still be excited? Fast and Furious 9? Yeah,
4: it was gonna You're be excited on excited for my Saw
1: 9? <laughs> That's true.
0: Fuck. So, it doesn't have its title yet, um... I have to. I have to believe they're going to come out with a title that's not Fast and Furious nine, and um, Fine and Furious. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm sure the movie will just be fine. We all know
0: it. Uh, so, he, so the, not a lot is known. Uh, we, we we know that uh, obviously um, Universal is interested in pivoting to Hobbs and Shaw as the new uh, franchise and that the the remaining cast of Fast and Furious wants it to end at 10 um, and uh, so maybe maybe this will be winding it down in in some way uh, it's a return for director Justin Lin he's back behind the wheel um, Oh, behind the wheel yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I know what i was doing uh <laughs> charlize theron also coming back uh she was totally wasted in Faye the furious um because she doesn't even like have a good fight scene in that movie um so hopefully they can take advantage of her character in this one um they've also added some new cast members uh, they've announced michael rooker is going to be playing a major role uh john cena's in there i do uh, like the john cena's in it because they got like the one guy who's bigger than the rock yeah <laughs> or at least he's, close he's
4: probably yeah i don't know rock's pretty big
0: yeah so i mean that's that, that's the thing is Hobbs and shaw aren't in this so yeah. they, they, had, they had to fill that gaping hole <laughs> um
4: it's weird that helen mirren's supposedly going to be in it as shaw's mom
0: Oh really? Well, that's what it says on
4: Wikipedia. I don't know if it's
0: that reliable, but got to keep it all connected. Yeah, so maybe we'll get a little cameo from uh, from Shaw at least. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, Cardi B. You know the the Fast and Furious franchise has been great to all the pop stars that they've given bit parts to. So uh, why wouldn't Cardi B thrive? Given she's in Hustlers, right?
4: Yeah,
3: a little bit.
0: How's she in that? Oh, she's pretty good. She's just doing her Cardi B thing. Mostly.
4: Mm-hmm. I think her and Lizzo both filmed their scenes in one day for that
0: movie. <laughs> <laughs> Cause they're just, they're just busy. So yeah, with a, with an end, uh, in mind and, um, uh, the bizarre escalation of this universe that happened in Hobbs and Shaw, where now they have super soldiers, um, and, um, motorcycles that can fall in love with you um i, I don't know where they're going to go with this but i i, I feel like justin lynn is, is a great director uh and he's going to take it in an interesting direction so maybe it will be boring like colin said but i want to believe
4: yeah I, I mean i think that's a little promising that justin lynn's going back but it just feels like it's a kind of compromised Fast and Furious movie if Hobbs and Shaw aren't there and I don't really have much hope in Hobbs and Shaw as a series becoming a thing because the first one was fine but it's like you know (laughs) their dynamic wears thin very quickly yeah there's not a lot of room for growth there I don't think Uh, but maybe they'll like set it up so that they can come back in the 10th one and close it out I don't know
0: I think it really depends on how much uh, Vin Diesel and Tyrese Gibson hate The Rock. It sounds like they hate him a lot.
4: (laughs) They're like the only people on earth, which maybe makes them the bad guys. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: Prediction for a big set piece. What would you like to see Mm. the cars do? I want one car to flip on top of
0: the other car and then they keep flipping over it so like one car's driving and then it flips over and then the other car's driving. And they're like, oh. they, like like they go like side by side in like an alleyway and they're like driving on like with each other. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Wait, so in an alleyway so both cars are on the wall like walls? Yeah, they're, they're the like sides. both on the wall. Wow. Yeah. Okay. What
4: if one of them is driving like a really big truck? and it, like, rams into a house. But then, like, the yeah. house gets, like, caught on the truck, and they're just, like, driving a house around.
0: Driving a house. I think you're describing mortal engines.
4: I don't know what that is.
2: But okay. That's why it failed.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, you can't, have, you can't have big truck driving scenes, because that's, that's what Hobbes did. Hmm. I guess you could put Ludicrous in a big truck
4: maybe John Cena if he's not the bad guy. Oh yeah. I mean he could still drive Brian a house around if he's the bad, bad guy, guy.
0: But yeah. But maybe Michael Rooker's the bad guy.
4: Maybe he'll drive Dom's house around.
0: <laughs> now they're They they have not blown it up yet, right? They blew up uh Brian's house. Yeah. Right. Mhm. That sounds or, right. Was it Dom's house? It blew up one of the houses. Yeah.
4: Still Drive his house around oh. with his whole family inside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's...
0: They keep they keep alluding to the fact that Paul Walker's somewhere in the house. They just never show him.
4: It says he gets some poor taste. But maybe yeah. they could go there. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing, nothing stopping them. Uh, but is there anything stopping your number seven pick,
3: John? Well, I mean, they could cancel it, I suppose, but I hope they don't. Yeah, like, is there a chance
4: <laughs> it might come out in 2021 instead?
3: Yeah, maybe. I don't know. The there's, no, there's no date. It's supposed to come out uh, this year. My uh, number seven, I think, is where we're at. Yeah, is mm-hmm. another another A24, back to back A24. Mm-hmm. It's the new film from Koganada, director of uh, Columbus. Uh, his new oh, sci-fi cool. movie, After Yang. And this is a movie where in the future people the have, Yang like, ro- I don't know. I'm
1: not you sure. You don't know if it's about the Yang Gang? The Yang- What's the Yang Gang? I
4: don't know about the
1: Yang Gang.
2: It's
4: like a 2016 Obama's America
3: situation. It's <laughs> a yeah. Yang. Oh, Andrew Yang, A World that's After.
2: What call Andrew it. Yang is <laughs>
3: I guess, yeah, I forgot that's what the, his whole thing was, right? Yeah, he uh, oh that, man. and there's also the math button. Yeah. Uh, but after Yang is um, in the future, people have robotic family members, and this again, is Yang. Yan
1: Our family members are being replaced by a machine. <laughs> And for
3: whatever reason, a family members, uh, a family um, – they have a member named Yang, and he becomes unresponsive, and they're trying to, like, save his life. And Colin Farrell is the dad of the family. And, of course uh, he is. You know, that got me thinking about something, you guys. So Colin Farrell, definitely one of my favorite actors of today. Super handsome. If you recall about – Great beard, oh, great hair. In 2012, so quite a while ago, we did a podcast on man crushes, right? Yeah. I can't believe I didn't even put him up for a nomination. And it really got me to thinking, if we updated that list, what man crushes would we add to that list? Do you guys mm. want me to remind you what our top 10 man crushes were? I have it right here. Sure. sure. Well, then, yes. Okay. Our top 10 man. This is 2012. These were the guys that we just – these are our man crushes. Uh, Bill Murray. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I guess not much has changed. John Cusack? This is a college pick I've ever (laughs) seen. Get him out of here. He's done. Have fun on your dates to the welfare office. Um, (laughs) Ryan Gosling. Yeah, definitely. Uh Harrison Ford. These are a lot of classical ones. A lot of old guys. Tom Hanks, Bruce Springsteen, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, before he disappeared off the face (laughs) of the earth. Paul Rudd, John Hamm, and George Clooney. I guess it's a pretty solid list, but I was trying to think, like, If we updated this, you're telling me
0: Terry Crews did not make the cut when we put that. Okay,
3: here's the uh, here's the people that didn't make the list. Terry Crews, Rob Lowe, Joe uh, Mauer, Donald Glover, Christian Bale, Alec Baldwin, Patrick Wilson, Timothy Olyphant, Kyle Chandler, Chris Martin. Yeah, right. (laughs) I just can't believe I didn't put. What about Ryan Gosling? He made the list. He was number eight. Oh, sorry. Yeah. But I was thinking, who would add to that list? I would definitely add Colin Farrell. I'm a big I, Jake Gyllenhaal guy. I'd definitely put a Ruffalo on there. Oh, hell yeah, Ruffalo. We need some Ruffalo. We need to do this list again. <laughs> um, maybe where uh, we were like,
1: like, is this a sexual relationship or not?
3: <laughs> it was tough. Yeah, it was tough to, de- like, to decide how far this went. You are, you are, yeah it was like do we want to be them
0: or
1: do we want to be with them or do we just want to be around them or do we just want to be near them so you know
3: something to think about <laughs> so yeah after gang is my number seven
4: All right. okay so my number seven is a twofer it didn't have to be a twofer oh. but I I just decided to because it seems like they're two
0: movies. Because you had to make sure Bill and Ted was on your list.
4: Okay, Bill and Ted wasn't originally on my list. I was going to put Fast and Furious 9, but then uh, you said that it was on yours. So I had no choice. I mean, I could have put the Bond movie on too, because I kind of wanted to talk about it, even though it might be good. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, so my seven is The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard and Free Guy. Just because,
0: why not? Uh, so both the Ryan Reynolds. Both
4: Ryan Reynolds being like, "I'm the funniest man alive. You can't stop me. Uh-huh. I'm America's comedy star."
3: Yeah, I mean he is. It. Yeah. We yeah, do. I'm done. we just have I'm to deal done, with it. Man. <laughs>
4: yep. I mean the hitman's wife's bodyguard is just perplexing because it was like, did that
3: movie do well? Did anybody? It like was a it? huge hit. It was. It was number one for like weeks because it came out against nothing. Yeah, that was a movie did really well. Wow. Okay. It's like this movie that did great and like nobody knows it, like what it is. <laughs> That's the movie that the real America went to go see. I guess it wow. cost thirty million dollars and made one hundred and seventy six. Okay. So I mean, it got. I remember it got number one like full five weeks in a row. I'm gonna check mm. Box Office Mojo. You can you can uh, I mean, continue.
4: Came out in mid-August, so
2: okay.
4: Yeah, yeah, not not a hard time to get number one at the box office if you got two pretty big stars in your movie, mm-hmm. including the most profitable man in the history of cinema, Samuel Jackson. Um. So yeah, uh, yeah. I uh, I can't really tell you anything about the Hitman's <laughs> Bodyguard <laughs> franchise. Is uh, is uh, a hitman and a bodyguard? There, there you go. Which one's which?
0: Um, it's a good question. I know the answer. I'm at. <laughs> Why'd you ask me? <laughs> uh, I wanted to see if you knew. Yeah,
4: I, I honestly don't know. I would say that Ryan Reynolds is the hitman and Samuel Jackson is the bodyguard.
0: I just feel like. Does anyone want? <laughs> does anyone else want to weigh in? <laughs> On who's the hitman and who's the bodyguard. Wait, you,
3: well, you know, right? You
0: already I have know, the right answer. I know. Yeah, I want you guys to take sides.
1: I think uh, Sam Jackson's the hitman. Yeah, it
4: wasn't a I great, great guess because well. he has played a
0: hitman
3: before. <laughs>
1: Samuel yeah, well, Jackson.
2: Yeah, yeah oh, go ahead. Are you, No. Are
3: you going to? I already did. Samuel Jackson's hitman. That was my guess.
0: Samuel Jackson is the hitman. Mm-hmm. Of Ryan Reynolds is the hitman's bodyguard. So racist. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you remember the catch, the uh, not the catchphrase, the tagline for the first movie was "Get Triggered." So nice. Wow. They were they were willing That's to. Weird.
1: <laughs> fucking snowflakes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what about Free Guy Kong?
4: So Free Guy is a movie about a video game world where. Ryan Reynolds is just like a normal guy watching people like shoot each other and shit blow up all the time and then he's like wait I'm in a video game I don't know it looks okay I guess it's directed by Sean Levy though it's like how good could it possibly be <laughs> how come he hasn't gotten a more... that? Sean Levy Yeah, I'm sure he's directed um, movies that have been on my unanticipated list before <laughs>
0: Uh, Oh, that's why you know his name.
4: Yeah. Oh, what? This doesn't seem right. It says he hasn't directed a movie since 2014. Anyways, he directed, like, all the Night at the Museum movies. He directed Real Steel. He directed The Internship. He directed Date Night. (laughs) Directed the Big Panther remake, Cheaper by the Dozen. Just Married, Big Fat Liar. And, uh... This is where I leave you? Oh, yeah, this movie. I forgot about this movie. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, he's a uh, he's, uh, he's guy who makes movies. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, I think with Free Guy, uh, the, it, it's a familiar marketing arc where we're going to, like, we have the trailer now. And people, I'm sure, are like, this doesn't look like what video games are like. And then Ryan Reynolds will do, like, do some interviews and he's like, I'm a, I'm a huge gamer, I love video <laughs> games. So we're like, we had to make sure that everything was like accurate to what video games are like. And then we'll see it and it'll be dumb. Like uh, pixels before it. And, you know, <laughs> like, it's like, stop. <laughs> this is not interesting. Nobody wants this.
4: Yeah, but video games are popular, Shad. Why don't you just make yeah. a movie of things that are popular and then it'll take money, huh? seri-
0: a Serious question. How many people that are like hardcore gamers, like serious badass gamer bros, actually go outside to movies and see them in the theaters? Um, most of them?
3: <laughs> to yeah, go see well, the Marvel movies.
0: So they go see the Marvel movies and Joker, and then talk about how Joker's better than Marvel movies.
3: But that's that's it, right? They like. I don't know. I'd say that's a pretty strong are... movie-going audience that you've just sampled there. That's like the heart of uh, of the movie going. Uh, crowd. You have to remember that these so people are guys. watching
1: these movies, you know, in the pirated like camcorder <laughs> versions. So they're not. Sometimes yeah, they can't yeah. see the whole screen, you know. Maybe. Maybe.
3: So my thing yeah with free free guy is it doesn't look like any like it looks like it doesn't look like any particular video game it looks like it's all the video games and that <laughs> i think is what gives it the impression of it's by people who maybe aren't super well versed in video games cuz it's like this is kind of like fortnite but it's also like grand theft auto or something i don't know it's just you know there's meta packs everywhere fuck it i don't know it's just it's it's just too much they should have toned in on something a little more specific. Mm-hmm. It went too big. Mm-hmm. And now I'm already sick of Ryan Reynolds. I am like, I can't believe how fast uh, it happened. Like He seems fine, and like I'm sure he could still be in movies where I'm like, oh, cool, oh, yeah, maybe I'll see that. But as of late, I'm just like, give it a rest. There's other people out there, right? Let's see so John it... Cena in Free Guy. That sounds is it, much is it, better. Is
0: it this slate of new movies, or is it
3: detective pikachu last year that you were like this we've gone too far it's just too much ryan reynolds used in the same way kind of like how i feel like people are like i guess we only know how to use chris pratt in one way you know (laughs) yeah and they're just gonna keep ramming that down our throats um for a while so just give a give a break and then cast him as you know a totally different part he can do other stuff he's an actor Oh, and The Hitman's Bodyguard was number one for three weeks in August to September when it came out. So impressive. that'll do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of
0: actors who have maybe worn out their welcome, my number six is No Time to Die, the new James Bond. Movie. Weenie,
3: That's
2: rude.
0: Uh, Why is that rude? You don't I, think he's worn out his welcome? i don't think he has i think daniel craig has
1: earned a swan song um and especially when he's constantly like fuck i hate doing this yeah i don't think he's not the one where if he if the welcome is worn out it's not his fault i mean
0: yeah dude's old but he looks great uh yeah man, remember gosh, people the were, list. people
1: people started figuring out how to work out so they look good now yeah <laughs> they're not just we like know about drinking and smoking cigars 24 <laughs> 7 and then you go for a, a light bicycle ride around town
2: yeah <laughs>
0: um so this is uh directed by Kerry joji fukunaga the uh the guy whose projects have haven't been going so good Film-wise, but uh, he did—he did shoot that whole first season of True Detective, and everybody thought that was really cool. Uh, and I guess he also had Beasts of No Nation, right? Yeah, yeah. that was him. Mm-hmm. I forget if people liked that movie, but people talked about they it. They did. So. They did.
3: I think it was like the first good Netflix original, if I recall. Ah, uh, um, it, it seems to be. Uh,
0: bringing back uh the, the characters from the last couple james bond movies we, we know that uh Lea seydoux is going to be returning as uh you know like the love of bond's life or like at least this bond's life so we'll see how that turns out i think it'd be nice died. if they i i think it'd be nice if they don't kill her immediately at the start of the movie <laughs> um we know that uh, Reddit's favorite actress, Anna Darmus, is going to be in this one. Um, and of course, uh, Rami Malik
3: as he, not Dr. No, but we'll see. I can't, yeah, I, I feel like I can't decide if I'm going to be like, yes, we all guessed it, or fuck, couldn't they have come up with something else? <laughs> it's like I almost want it to be Dr. No, just going to be like, aha, we were right. But if he Dr. Lever? Yes.
0: <laughs> I like that so a lot. He's like, he's like, "Yes, man." Yeah, <laughs> he just says
4: yes to everything. His life's going great.
0: <laughs> it's, it's escalated him to being a, one of the world's leading super yeah, All he had to do was say yes. <laughs> he just kept saying yes.
2: Hmm.
0: Um, you know, I, I think I've even heard that Christoph Waltz is supposed to be back as Blofeld. Which he's in the trailer. Oh yes. It wasn't yeah. like archive footage, it was new footage? Yeah, he's like in prison. Oh, cool. So they're doing like what the last Mission Impossible movie did, which tracks because I feel like Spectre also felt a lot like the the Mission Impossible movie that came before it. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know how this is going to go at all, but I know I'm going to see it in theaters, so might as well put it on my list so I can keep checking those off at the end of the year.
4: When is it coming out? Isn't it coming out in like the spring?
1: April. It probably. is. It's coming out in
4: April. It feels weird for a James Bond movie. I feel like they always come out in the fall.
1: It was supposed to... I think it got delayed. It was supposed to be November.
4: Mm-hmm. Hmm. That makes sense.
3: How do you guys feel about continuity between Bond movies? Like, you know, the fact that Blofeld's back and, and Lisa Do's back and stuff.
1: Well, I mean, that that's kind of a Daniel Craig thing. They... Mm-hmm. All yeah. his movies have been somewhat connected. Mm. I mean, sometimes like very connected. Uh, I don't really care either way. I'm ex- I'm excited okay. to be ref- get a refresh after this. But me too. I w- I thought it was cool that this is really the first time they've, you know, actually done it. It's worth doing. But,
2: yeah, I mean, a... on
1: on my recent rewatch, it was weird. Like, I didn't realize how many times. In the series, they reference George Lazenby's wife dying at the end of Secret Service. Yeah. Like, they reference it a lot. <laughs> so it's always like, okay, well, I guess they're kind of connected, but you know, that's the only thing they really try. I think the
0: only continuity issue with the Craig movies is how it switches on a dime between Quantum of Solace and Skyfall. Where he goes from, like, the new guy who's rough around the edges to, oh, he's the most old-school agent in the whole team. And then, yeah. Like, he's, like, he's old as balls and he's got to retire. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, I mean, it, I feel like that's every, at least recent, I mean, that was, like, the first, um like, GoldenEye was, you know, M being like, <laughs> the Cold War's over, you dumbass. i feel like i'm i feel like that's a reoccurring theme in bond that i'd like to get past like yeah like the whole like the world is changing you know where's the secret can't we figure out what his role is in the new world without having to hammer home how he doesn't fit in anymore well and i think it's a it's a meta thing right they're responding to critics who are saying
0: you know why do we still need james bond movies anymore they're outdated because they're sexist and and all these other like obvious like and racist in in a few i know but they've been
1: saying they've been like doing they've been saying that for each new actor for the last 40 years like it's not a new conversation
0: it's it's a dumb insecurity that they should just move beyond yeah and maybe they'll do that with the one after this one yeah (laughs)
1: I think Daniel Craig's Bond has definitely made strides forward in not being as racist and misogynistic. You know, yeah. He he's he's very you know, he lets the Poontang come to him. He's not you know mm-hmm. he's not throwing anybody around. Yeah, he no. remember when
0: they implied that he had slept with men at some point? That was pretty cool. I don't remember that. <laughs> uh I think it's when he's being interrogated by Silva in Skyfall. He like puts his hand on his knee and James Bond's like, You wouldn't be my first.
1: I took that as him (laughs) fucking around. (laughs) Let Bond be gay. Whatever. I don't care as long as he's British.
3: Hmm. Oh, Oh, you wouldn't like an American Bond like when James Brolin was almost Bond?
1: Oh god, I watched those test screenings recently and it is so bad. It's So stupid. I don't know. The guy well, was just excited. It was just like Cubby Broccoli being a you know. I've got. He's got way too much power. You know. He's
2: just. But funny. I don't know. Like,
3: how would you feel if 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 you woke up tomorrow and, and it's like, hey, do you see that the, the new James Bond is Adam Driver? <laughs> 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 I'd be pretty excited.
1: <laughs> just like, he's British, man.
3: Shaken, not stirred. <laughs>
1: Like he didn't even try. Like uh, James James Brolin didn't even do an accent. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: He's just like, yeah, it's so weird. I don't like
0: it. Okay, but we, to close this one off, uh, they they announced that the theme is going to be done by Billie Eilish. How do people feel about that? I think it's great. Appropriate. It's
3: timely. Seems seems right.
0: Would you say that her career is exactly where Chris Cornell's was when he got to do um, a
3: <laughs> Yes, honestly.
4: exactly.
3: I mean, would you? you know, he was probably like twice
4: her age when he did it.
3: <laughs> that always boggle my mind why they did, why they got Chris Cornell out of anybody. Someone must have been like, hey, I know Chris That's Cornell. Fair. It's like, yeah, let's just do Chris
1: Cornell. <laughs> I can get him here today. <laughs> today, he's out in the car. I mean, that's another Bond tradition. Is every you know, decade there's like a bizarre song that doesn't fit in the.
3: <laughs> yeah, or like a one-hit wonder, like when Aha did a Bond thing. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. I'm just so glad we that we general. don't have to like sit through and imagine dragons.
1: Yeah, that definitely could have happened.
3: I feel like it would have already happened.
1: (laughs) If it was called (laughs) Bond, I'd love it. I feel this Bond! (laughs) I feel this Bond! Just so much shouting. What about like a slipknot Bond song? (laughs) Oh, yeah. They're surprisingly <laughs> a surprisingly commercial group.
3: They they do pretty well in terms of like record sales. So I can see. I it. know you won't shut up, up about them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. I'll be quick on my next one because I don't know too much about it. Though it is have some Bond connections. It's another A 24 movie. So that's three A two four movies in a row for me. Putting all my money on A 24 this year, despite the fact that they probably don't make much every year. Uh, this new movie is called False Positive. It is a movie written and starring, written by and starring Alana Glazer from Broad City. It is a horror movie. Um, and the premise, it's hard to find, but I, th- I think I found out. This, this must be the right plot. Um, it sounds like so Alana Glazer and her husband, who's be- played by Justin Thoreau, are trying to have a baby, and they go to this doctor who's eccentric and weird, and he puts his seed in her and that doctor is Pierce Brosnan as the crazy mad doctor and this sounds super creepy and disturbing I'm not really sure on tone I'm gonna guess pretty serious um maybe not maybe more absurd it's hard to say though I I do see that it has the same um cinematographer as Midsummer and Hereditary Powell Pogorzelski so it'll probably be pretty pretty art house pretty artsy looking um and the director the director is John Lee who uh has directed some broad city but he's also the um co-creator of Wonder Showzen and he also created probably the greatest show in history uh Doggy Fizzle Televizzle
2: <laughs>
3: which uh we need that more than ever you guys like i'm ready for some more um well, do you think if Brad does, Pitt woke up and said do you think if Brad Pitt woke up and said, I want more docuvisal televisal, they'd make it?
1: I mean, he's got his VH1 show. What VH1 show? With Martha Stewart.
3: But does Brad Pitt want that?
2: Mm-hmm. He's gonna have
3: an Oscar soon, probably, alright? So is better given is- to his demands. <laughs> is Brad Pitt Wait, is he playing Snoop Dogg in this? <laughs> yeah, he's just there. Meant. He's just playing. He's just he's, he's hanging out. He's, yeah, he's like his, he's his foil. He's like yeah. a sidekick. <laughs> Chad Schmidt. Chad Schmidt, yeah. Uh but yeah, so I don't know. Uh, this movie sounds creepy and weird. I am a believer in Pierce Brosnan as an actor ever since I saw that movie, The Matador, back in the day. I think he's pretty good. He just hasn't really had the roles uh, post-Bond that I feel like have really been a good fit. So I'm hoping this, this is a, a nice turn for him. Yep. But, uh, but yeah,
2: exciting.
3: excited.
4: All right, so my number six is also a horror movie, comes out oh. on Valentine's Day. <gasps> Holy shit! This is 156 minutes. That can't be right. <laughs> Anyways, it's uh, Fantasy Island, ah. based on the '70s TV show, starring Ricardo Montalban and
3: that uh, little guy's name. Hervé Villaches, yeah, that's also one. from Bond. Uses uh, what uh, knickknack or whatever from yeah. *Man with a Golden Gun*.
4: Uh, so apparently his character is not in this remake of it. I don't really know why. It's, I don't know. Maybe, maybe his role is kind of condescending towards little
3: people. I'm not sure. I think that's exactly <laughs> the reason.
4: Bro, he's I mean, well, just like his assistant. You can I don't know. I, I really don't know because I don't know like anything about this TV show. I guess it was just a, a show from the '70s where people went to an island and a eccentric guy who owned the island would like make people's fantasies come true. But it didn't seem like it was, you know, <laughs> as dark as a horror movie. It seemed like it was like kind of a lighthearted, sometimes monkey's pawish situation where people's fantasies wouldn't turn out quite like they'd expected uh but they're going full horror with this remake which is weird because I could also imagine a scenario in which it's a you know a stupid comedy uh starring the same lead actor Michael Pena because he also did that <laughs> Chips movie yeah but uh, it's it's a Bloomhouse production it's pretty weird not really sure why they're even making it a remake of Fantasy Island if it doesn't have really the same tone and doesn't have one of the main characters in it like couldn't they just make a movie about an island where people want their fantasies to come true, but they go horribly wrong and not have it be a remake of the t v show it's weird i think
3: it's I think it's a good idea um yeah. I saw the trailer and it didn't look very good, and the director has made just bad movies. But I think it is a good idea to take something that we remember in a certain way and then twist it, kind of like what they did with 21 Jump Street, where you take a property that really wasn't that good to begin with, but you take what is good about it and you try to change it. It doesn't look like it's going to be super successful, especially not if it's 156 minutes long, which, yeah, that would be insane. But um, I think it's a good idea. But, yeah, I saw that trailer and was not super impressed. I don't know. I like the poster.
2: I mean, it's a good idea a for a movie.
4: It's just like, I don't even know if they're really like reversing people's expectations of Fantasy Island when I don't think any of today's horror movie-going audiences really know what Fantasy
3: Island is. But Yeah, maybe just to get a couple boomers to walk into the theater. Yeah, I don't know if it's we'll just Who will immediately walk out. I don't know
4: if it's easier to get a movie made if it's a remake or reimagining of a well-known franchise even if people don't really remember it I don't know getting movies made is hard
0: yeah my next pick took a while to get made and also uh, is uh, in a beloved franchise I guess it's Wonder Woman 1984 the new Wonder Woman movie guys in the trailer she wears golden eagle armor (laughs) That's all.
3: I'm good. Next. All right. John. What? Wait, that's it? That's the Yes. Yo, you're just excited for Golden Eagle Armor? Yeah. Do you think they're going to go full cheetah for Kristen Wig? Yeah, but it's only at the end. Okay. Because it's, yeah, so it. it's cheaper that way. They're going to do It's cheaper. They're really strapped for cash in this dude Wonder Woman movie. They spent all the money on the Golden Eagle Armor. It's real gold. Okay. I also thought it was funny like it's I Pedro Pascal like I, I guess you know we saw him briefly his face in Mandalorian. I forgot how puffy his face is and he looks so weird in this wonder woman movie. I like I'm into it. It's just it's just I can't believe that's him. He's just like some weird puffy uh let me look at a picture. Maxwell Lord, right? Okay. Yep. Evil 80s businessman. He looks like... Yeah, he. that's what... He, they nailed it, man. They did a great job. I'm looking up Pedro Pascal. This is taking a lot longer than I thought it would. Yeah, man. He looks like an American Hustle character. I'm, I'm into it. This is, a, this is a solid look, but he looks so fucking weird. It's hard to believe he's the Mandalorian. He's super cool, because this guy is the exact opposite. of super cool.
1: Did you hear that, um, like, he's... Pretty much never in the mandalorian suit really oh, i man. knew it well <laughs> apparently I, I haven't heard any like legitimate reports but the rumblings are all saying that uh he was cast after they had already started shooting mm. so it'll probably change next season okay but like it was just a timeline thing because i know at least for like uh dallas bryce bryce dallas howard like, said, like, yeah, she never met him <laughs> for her episode that she directed. She directed a whole episode. Yeah.
2: Texts are going to tell me they never freedom. met Baby
0: Yoda.
3: Guys, we need to pick up the piece. <laughs> John, was your <the> next pick? <laughs> Just one more thing. Um, I think <laughs> you guys would be happy to know that Robin Williams did play Bicentennial Man the whole time. Wow.
0: That's uh, that's very comforting to hear, even when he's all broken up into parts.
1: Especially, hell yeah, like chopped up.
0: Okay,
3: my number five, I think, is yeah, um, halfway. I (laughs) this one's always long. This this is where it gets juicy. Um, Charlie Kaufman's got a new movie coming to Netflix called "I'm Thinking of Ending Things." What was that off for, Sean?
0: I can't wait to see this movie in 2022 when it finally comes out. All right, next pick, Sean.
2: <laughs> forgot me. It goes back to Sean.
3: <laughs> I'm just going to power through my list real
1: quick. God damn it. Colin, go ahead. Okay, so mine. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. You can go on. <laughs> you can keep going.
4: I'm interested What's to it hear about, about this movie.
3: A man takes his girlfriend to meet with his parents, but they find themselves going on a terrifying detour as it becomes a twisted mix of palpable tension, psychological frailty, and sheer terror. That's just vague enough for me to check it out. It's got Jesse Plemons, you guys. Jesse Plemons and Tony Collette nice. and David Thulis from Melissa. And that's like Charlie Kaufman making a movie. It's, it seems so hard for him to get anything made these days. Netflix is perfect for him because Netflix is like, we'll do anything. You want to shit into a bucket? We'll make it a limited series. So I'm excited. I think their, their quality of films – I don't think so. I think it's just a drama. But their, um, their quality of films has really been picking up on Netflix too. So it's not like mm-hmm. when you hear it's going straight to Netflix, you're like, oh, uh, uh, I guess it wasn't good enough for anything else. I mean, they're getting legitimate films now, so. Got two movies and, nominated for Best Picture this year. Hell yeah! And this is based off a book that is just—I disc- guess it is kind of horror, psychological thriller, but um, it's a pretty popular, or at least um, I don't know. It was well uh, received when it came out of the book. Maybe I'll read that first, and I'll, then I'll know all the secrets. And then when people go to like watch it, I'll be like, "Hey, I already knew it was gonna happen." Yeah, you love doing that. <laughs> yes, what happened to Michelle Gondry? Ooh. He made a couple French movies that no one wanted to see over here. And then, yeah. Um, were, what were those? <laughs> Mr. I-want-to-pick-up-the-pace. <laughs> I have to look this shit up. He made a movie in 2015 called Microbe and Gasoline. That's the last time I remember him making a movie because that was the last time he made a movie.
2: Wow. It's like these
3: t- teenagers who build a house that they can drive around, kind of like Mortal Engines. <laughs> and Fast 9. Alan's favorite movie. And Fast 9. Hopefully. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Oh, yeah. And my fingers are crossed for your next pick, Colin. I'm really hoping that it's got a car that can drive around that's a house.
4: Um, it's hopefully my, I don't know. It's a Bloodshot. Starring our man, Hell yeah. Vin Diesel. <laughs> Pretty close. I couldn't figure out what yeah. the plot to this movie was. Like, I watched one trailer, and it seemed like a Groundhog Day situation where he keeps dying over and over again. And then I watched another no, no, trailer, it's a, it's and it seemed like that. Yeah, it's like he's just a
0: RoboCop-type guy out for revenge. It's a RoboCop Universal Soldier-type movie, but with nanomachines. Yeah. And I think it's the exact same thing of, like... He's, he doesn't he thinks he's working for the good guys, but that's because he doesn't have his memories. He's actually working for the bad guys, but then he starts getting his memories back. So he's like, "I'm gonna be a good guy."
2: Mm-hmm.
4: It's got Guy Pierce as a generic evil businessman. It's <laughs> you know a role he plays well <laughs> and often.
0: You're telling me that trailer didn't do it for you?
4: Um, I don't know. I mean, it looked kind of fun. It's just Vin Diesel's. Solo projects never really pan out. Remember that? Did you look at the cast, Colin? It's got Guy Pearce and
0: it's got it's uh, got Toby Kebble, It's got Lamon Morris from the new. Oh, World, that's right. Playing a character named Wilfred Wiggins. <laughs> yeah.
3: I don't know who Toby Kebell is. I'm sorry. He's the young Andy Circus.
2: Uh huh.
3: He does motion cap, like he's the he's the current motion cap for the new King Kong, but he's an actor he as well.
0: The okay, the bad guy in the Planet of the Apes, the the bad ape in the Planet of the Apes movies that recently came out. Mm.
3: But he's and also, been also in like
0: Black he's in mirror a Black
3: Mirror. Yeah, Sean and I are on the same wavelength here.
4: You <laughs> guys are huge, huge kebble heads.
0: Oh yeah.
4: <laughs> uh, okay, let's let's move on to Sean's number four.
0: Oh, yeah, that wasn't my pick. That was yours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is The Eternals. Uh, the Eternals is an important movie for me because uh, I, I'm not. I don't think I'm done with superhero movies, but I need a reason to care about Marvel movies, and Black Widow is not that. Because uh, it's like a bullshit Chicks. prequel thing. Chicks, I am fun. I right? Um, is he right yeah he's right it's cause it's women I hate it cause it's slaves <laughs> um,
1: Sean Eternals you're about to get a-
4: cancelled <laughs> that's right on the edge of getting cancelled just like Gritty yeah. well they'll never cancel Gritty he's immune
0: It's got a cool cast, the Eternals. Uh, you got some Game of Thrones people like Richard Madden and Kit Harington. Uh, you got some other TV folks like Brian Tyree Henry and Kumail Nanjiani. Uh, and then Angelina Jolie's in there for some reason. Uh, it's directed by Chloe Zhao, who made The Writer a couple of years ago. So weird. Which was... It's the natural great. progression
4: Yeah I, I I guess it's just you know She makes it and then she can make her Next Indie movie And not have to worry about money
0: mm-hmm. Or
4: or this is the path She's always
0: wanted to be honest To make superhero or she, movies Or she just wanted to get super jacked Like all the stars in <laughs> this movie Just wanted those personal trainers And nutritionists to come help her yeah. out Sean? Has anyone seen Chloe Zhao?
1: People like to do different things with their life. She's they don't have to j- just do one thing. She's jacked now?
0: I'm just saying has anyone seen her? Do we know for <laughs> that, that, sure? That, that was
4: real for a second. No. Uh, I don't know. Uh, if, the one weird thing about this It'd be weird if they made the directors get jacked the director. Marco, <laughs> Joss Weed's getting so Ripped. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, he needs something better to uh direct his energy into. Sure.
1: Yeah, I remember calling he's
0: canceled. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he seems
4: like soft canceled, not fully canceled.
0: Yeah, it's cuz people hate women. Yeah. Uh Yeah, uh, I don't know, I don't know anything about this comic at all. Um So I want to be wowed and impressed and thrilled by whatever this is. I hope that that they have a trailer soon. It'd be cool if that was a Super Bowl trailer. It's probably not. It's probably a winter uh, Black Widow trailer, or even later than that. Um, But yeah, this this is this is this is the one to watch for me. This this is the the most the highest movie that I'm actually like insecure if I'll like it or not (laughs) on my list. It's all smooth sailing from here um what about you john how's your list looking
3: it's looking pretty good i have a question for you guys about my next pick who can take a sunrise sprinkle it and dew, cover it in chocolate and a miracle or two cover it in chocolate (laughs) what is the next lyric to this goddamn song i'm singing
1: Who can cover it in chocolate and a miracle or two? It's like, I know, uh, but I don't want to be the, that guy. Is it a... I'm literally asking you to mm-hmm. say it. Is it the... uh, I don't want
4: to. Is it the candy man? <laughs> yes, it's the candy man. God, well, leave yeah, yeah. me hanging there, looking like an okay. asshole.
3: Sorry. Mm-hmm. I guys. To be that guy. Well, I'm glad you, you were that guy. Guys, they're doing a new Candyman movie, and I'm. It. It sounds like they're doing everything right. I'm super excited. So if you, if you don't recall or don't know, Candyman was originally a short story by Clive Barker, and it's about a uh, a slave um, from colonial times who was in love with a white woman, and the uh, the white people found out, and they chopped off his hand, and they like put bees all over him, and they burn him alive, and then years and years later, he becomes like this um, urban legend. In like the ghetto, I'm not sure. I can't remember how those tie together. Um, in the and you like look in a mirror, and if you say his name, <laughs> yeah, that song of course is, is prevalent in the movie. Um, but you look in the mirror, you say Candyman three times, like Bloody Mary, and Candyman comes back and is, and you know goes killing killing people. They made um, three movies in the '90s, and now they're doing soft reboot style. It's like kind of a reboot, but it's also kind of a sequel. It includes the original movies. Um, it's being directed by Nia Dacosta, who she's kind of a newcomer. So this is like her big breakout movie um, written by Jordan Peele, which is awesome. I'm very excited for that. Um, great cast. Yahya Abdul-Mateen from uh, Black Mirror and Aquaman. Um, but what I'm, su- what I'm super excited about is they brought back the original Candyman himself, Tony Todd. Like, He's played Candyman every time they've done a Candyman movie. Like, I can't think of any other horror actor that there's only been one actor to play that part the whole time. Even Freddy Krueger's had multiple actors. Even has had multiple actors. But they brought back Tony Todd, even though he's got to be, like, 70 years old, to play the Candyman. And it's going to be super creepy. And I'm very curious to see what their angle is. I'm going to guess it's going to have a lot to do with um, gentrification. But I don't know. We'll see. And maybe I'll make us watch the original Candyman on the pick. Candyman. I like the original movie. It's got Virginia Madsen and Xander Berkeley and other people who you don't really see very much anymore. (laughs)
0: Everything I know about this franchise is what John just said. Don't like bees come out of his mouth or something?
3: Yeah, yeah, bees come out of his mouth. I don't even actually remember why they call him Candyman. (laughs) But bees come out of his mouth, hook hand. Yeah, he's okay. super scary, and he's and Tony Todd. Uh, he's great. He was uh, Worf's brother on Star Trek. Wow, Kern. that guy
0: was a dick.
4: Um, so my number four. I don't think we need to uh, dwell on it because I don't even know that much about it. It's just a, uh, you know, it, it's just a fact of life is that there's going to be a new Binions movie. <laughs> Min- <laughs> no, min- is there really? Minions: The Rise of Grey, coming to a theater oh, July no. 3rd,
2: 2020. No.
0: <laughs> so they stole the subtitle
4: from Van Wilder too. Um, that was The Rise of Taj, uh, but yes, they did
3: did a little spin on it. No, is this a prequel? Um, like where Gru's like a little kid or something. I think. Well, yeah. It's Don't a, it's, tell me to do I mean, it's some a prequel like because
4: it's a sequel to Minions, uh, which is a prequel where they're like all hanging
3: out with a little Gru. A little Gru. Fuck! I'm so mad. I'm glad you. I'm glad you picked this. I hate yeah. the minions, guys. I fucking hate the minions so much. <laughs> I like the first Despicable Me movie, but you know what sucks about it? The fucking minions. Because <laughs> it's like they had that script and they're like, Okay here's our movie And they're like you know what this fucking needs Some fucking toys in it Put some fucking minions in it And they're just like fuck And they did it And now the minions have taken over And I hate them they're not funny They're not cute they're fucking annoying They make, Jesus they make Olaf from Frozen look
4: incredibly charming They do They do
0: you guys are skipping over the important question of who you casting as young Gru. Well,
4: okay, I, I think he was already in the first minions, <laughs> but I don't know that information. Is it John Ham?
0: You think John Ham sounds like a young Steve <laughs> Carell? <laughs>
4: <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Why
3: would I know? Play young Wait, Gru? so they have a different actor playing young Gru? That's what I'm
0: asking. Well, they said it's a... It it's got to cool. be
3: just... I'm sure it'll just be Steve Carell. You think it's just Steve yeah, Carell? It's, it yeah, is yeah Steve probably. Carell. looking at the original Minions.
4: I'm guessing he's returning as Gru. It'd be pretty weird if he didn't play like the teenage version they got of got f-
1: French Stewart.
4: Yeah. <laughs> His glorious everyone's, comeback. Everyone's thinking-
0: why does everyone think young Steve Carell had a deeper voice than Steve Carell
1: has now? You think French Stewart's voice is deeper than Steve Carell?
3: Oh, I don't know, minions. Oh, I don't know.
1: It's my French. Stewart. You know, people are allowed Thank to you. manipulate their voice, Sean. It's called voice acting. So they're gonna pitch up French Stewart's voice to play. No, I just mean French French Stewart is talented enough to to manipulate. I think French Stewart is a really good
3: choice because aren't the guys who make these movies like French or maybe French Canadian or something?
1: That's a perfect,
0: a perfect joke.
1: (laughs) That's good on top.
4: Flawless. It's it's
1: beautiful. (laughs) Flawless joke.
0: All right. What's your number three, Sean? My number three is the French Dispatch, the new Wes
1: Anderson movie. Wasn't he canceled? Not yet. Why would he be canceled? Because he like made that Japanese movie with no Japanese people in it.
0: I think there was yeah ja- There was a lot of Japanese. People yeah, but like it was out. like mostly white guys <laughs> playing dogs.
1: Yeah, but these are Japanese dogs. It was a fetish, fetishization of Japanese culture, right, Sean?
0: Oh, you're right, absolutely right. Uh, but the, that's like uh, West Anderson. Sean, you better be fucking
1: careful. You're gonna get canceled, okay?
0: Because he's uh, this is set in uh, in post World War II France, so in a in just like Isle of Dogs in a fictional city, so you know that there's gonna be some real fetish fetishization of French uh, French culture. he's he's real francophile i'm sure uh you you got you got the frenchiest person on the planet timothy chalamet in this in this up in this bitch uh uh leah say also from is in this one remember we talked about her earlier being in in the james bond with christoph waltz who's also in this what i'm saying is there's a lot of overlap here with uh other movies we're going to be talking about and have talked about uh and i i I gotta admit i was a little nervous when i heard wes anderson was making a musical and then i remembered that wes anderson movies always have great music scenes and just because he's transitioning from using existing pop music to original stuff doesn't doesn't mean i won't like it because i've literally liked everything he's ever made you guys
1: so. seem to get nervous when people do something new <laughs> <laughs> it's scary change is weird yeah, but uh, yeah but you know people like to do different things it's true. Mm-hmm. It's, it's okay yeah.
0: so yeah looking forward to this one it comes out in the year 2020
4: <laughs> i think all of these movies do <laughs> that, that's the whole
3: point of this <laughs> Have they said who do, who's doing the music, Sean?
2: Is it like yeah, Mark Mothersbaugh? Uh,
0: no, it's Alexandra Desplat, of course. I okay. did Little Women's score. I think he's done a few of the uh more recent West Anderson movies too. I if, if I'm I, I no, you're right, I, yeah. I think he's Grand Budapest Hotel at least.
3: Yeah, I think so. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Could be good. I'm interested. I'm definitely interested. I just didn't pick it because I knew Sean would pick it. Yeah. Just, just yeah. Sean pick. Moving on to me, my number three is last night in Soho. So I'd like to take some, a minute to uh, share some of these French Stewart fun facts, you guys. <laughs> Do you know that he's the official <laughs> spokesman for Clamato, that clam drink? Didn't know. <laughs> you guys ever drink that?
4: Oof, never.
3: It sounds <laughs> disgusting. <sighs> It sounds horrible. I saw they they do a can that's Budweiser with Clamato. That's literally just vomit in a can. That's the most disgusting thing ever. Uh, French Stewart lives in West Hollywood, California. Okay, Not surprising. Um, He has a collection of silent films. He's really into silent films, Hmm. uh, which is pretty cool. And apparently has a net worth of $6 million, which is surprising. I don't know if he's making all that money from... uh, from you know, like reruns of of Third Rock from the Sun or what, but uh, good for him, man. It's pretty good. He's also mm-hmm. the only actor to appear in Stargate and like the Stargate show. Hmm. <laughs> I didn't even remember he's in Stargate, and he does not that distinctive squint thing that he does. That's just an act. He doesn't have to do that all the time. <laughs> oh my um, God, he's a regular Gilbert Godfrey. I know. You guys ever see that Gilbert Godfrey documentary on Hulu? Mm-mm. Hell no. It's pretty interesting. He doesn't talk like that all the time, and he's way more chill. Seems like a nice guy. It's mm. just crazy that he has such an offensive <laughs> stage presence. It's funny. <laughs> uh, but yeah, last night in Soho. Um, like, Looking forward to it. Cool. Colin?
4: Um, so my number three, maybe you guys can uh, speak to its badness, but uh, it just seems <laughs> inherently bad. Uh <laughs> Because it is Monster Hunter, directed by Paul W.S. Anderson.
2: Ooh,
4: shucky, shucky duck duck. It's so weird how some directors just stick around for a long time, despite never making a good movie. I don't know how that happens, even in this day and age, but uh, Paul W.S. Anderson, he's still getting... Getting the chance to direct big budget video game adaptations.
0: Okay. So remember that arc I was talking about earlier with free guy about like people get excited about it and then they see something about it and they're like, Oh shit, this is nothing like the video game. (laughs) Uh, that is exactly what's going on with monster hunter where, uh, it's extremely Japanese. It's set in this fantasy world where people hunt giant monsters and cut them up and then turn them into weapons and armor. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, like the pictures we've seen from this movie, are like soldiers in camo. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so it's like Street Fighter the movie, <laughs> where it just becomes a weird like army movie
0: for some reason. I I I feel like the rumor was it's like a some sort of like world traveling situation where. They come to the world of Monster Hunter, or things from the Monster Hunter world come to our yeah, world? Yeah, that's what the plot synopsis
4: says, where a, a, the military team like goes through a portal to an alternate
0: world where hunters are fighting giant monsters. I mean, I'd, I guess. So. Here's the thing: there's no story to this game. Like, the, it's it, the the game is about loot. It's you, you just k- go kill monsters so you can turn them into clothes and weapons. So maybe this is a good thing to adapt because you can take it in whatever direction you want. Um, but like the Sonic movie, it's set in a fantastical world, and you want to see it in the fantastical world, not in our stupid world. <laughs>
3: yeah I agree There's, it's so rare that movies where we've opened a portal to another world are good with the exception of French Stewart's Stargate it's like you just you want to go in one <laughs> world or the other man like Monster Hunter you're playing you're in that world of monsters I don't want to see like fucking a battle at like an airport or tanks I see that shit all the time you know this movie's going to end with a battle at an airport <laughs> or some bullshit and it's like no offense it's to like mila Jovo-
0: whatever they can yeah yeah, anything they can set up a as a soundstage with minimal uh, set dressing is where the battle is going to be it's not, john's exactly right it's going to be an
3: airport or a warehouse or a freeway yeah some yeah or a freeway exactly and like no offense to um mila jovovich i don't really have any issue with her but like I only see her in these Paul W.S. Anderson movies. Is she really right for the part? Why do we keep putting her in? I mean, you're married to her, but you don't see her in anything else. It's just (laughs) we're done here, right? You've done this before. You've made this movie. You've fucked over a video game franchise before that starred your wife. Why are you doing it again? From a Capcom series, too. (laughs) It's weird. Yeah. I can't wait for Paul W.S. Anderson's uh, Devil May Cry movie starring Mila Jovovich (laughs) as Dante. Well, I do see that it has uh, T.I., so I think he's a great actor. Yeah, how many Japanese actors are in the cast? Is T.I. that guy who's really controversial about, like, what he's been saying about his daughter lately? He does have a controversies page on Wikipedia. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, he's got a lot of controversies. Yeah, Um, yeah, in 2019, November... um, he says he accompanies his 18 year old daughter annually to have her hymen checked to confirm she is still a virgin. Yikes. So, creep <laughs> alert. <laughs> Jesus, man. This does have Tony Jaw though, as the hunter. He's the monster hunter, Sean. Because there's just the one, I guess.
0: Yeah, it's not like a online game where you and your friends get together as
3: monster hunters. I'm trying to think of what a hilarious equivalent would be, where it's like, I can't think of one.
0: But yeah. It's like if they're like, hey, we're going to make a new Star Wars movie. It's about a group of Marines and this weird (laughs) Chewbacca monster gets teleported into the jungle and they have to hunt it down. (laughs) (laughs) Lots
3: of flips, too.
1: Hell yeah.
3: (laughs) I want to see Chewbacca do a flip. I think
0: he... F- like in the Return of the Jedi. Yeah, he flips in that. SNES game. It's <laughs> uh, pretty great, honestly. And his spin attack.
4: I mean, call him beat it. So. I know. I'm a master of video games. That's why I know so much about Monster Hunter. Uh, Sean, you're number two.
0: My number two has a number in it, which made it confusing. So it's not my number ten. It's my number two. It's called ten at it's the new Christopher Nolan movie because I'm a hack fraud idiot who just loves movies
3: by Christopher dude, Nolan. Dude, 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 you know how you could like the, the title is the same backwards and forwards? Do you think like the yeah, movie's right. gonna be like the same backwards and forwards? Like what?
0: I mean the good news is Christopher Nolan already made that movie so uh, with memento. So like he's got it.
3: Yeah. No, this this is cool. I'm pretty stoked with it. I just wish, yeah, like, uh, what, like, what is it, though? Like, what is it? Why doesn't he just tell us what it is?
0: <laughs> yeah, there's some mystery about, I don't know, a secret agency thing, and there's, like, time loop stuff happening, and John David Washington with, oh, he's looking so good in this. That total man crush John David Washington. That beard man. Uh, he's, like, getting overwhelmed and dealing with it, trying to save the world. Looks looks like a lot of fun. I'm sure I'll go see it in Cinerama or IMAX or somewhere huge, and I'm sure I'll like
3: it. No doubt about it. Um, my number two is also tenant. Um, you know. As a as another as a person whose name is John David as well, uh, my David being my middle name, uh, you know us John David's got to stick together. So I'm pretty excited for John David Washington's career to blossom. I really liked him in Black Klansman. I think it's it's cool that he's already getting a lead role in something big like this. Him in Arpat, um, and I guess yeah, they're like time agents or something. That's hella cool. Hella cool. Budget's $200 million. There's going to be some pretty kick-ass effects in this. This is just like, it just seems like a slam dunk. I don't think Christopher Nolan has even made a bad movie, right? He can't. He won't. Does not compute. Um,
4: Yeah, I don't know. Dark Knight Rises was just okay, right? I haven't seen it a second time.
1: It's fine. It sounds
4: good as the other two. It's fine. Yeah, it was fine.
1: It's not as good as one of the best comic book movies ever made. So it kinda, kinda one of the sucks. best and
0: also the best. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: which
4: I'm sure my number two pick will be. Uh, it is Venom two. <sighs> God is, damn
1: it. Is that the one that's the best? <laughs> it, it might it very well
0: might be the best. So does that mean Morbius is not going to be on your list? Yeah, it does. I probably should have put that on this list. You could
4: make this one a slash. Yeah, I, 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 like, I, I need to I, know I about Morbius. Is be good. I think that's the thing. It's just like, yeah, yeah, It just looks like another superhero movie,
0: but it's got Jared Leto.
1: Sean, Sean, what's the deal with Morbius?
0: Oh, John's the better one to answer that question.
1: Yeah, but I want to hear your take. <laughs> <laughs> he's,
0: a, <laughs> he's a dumb goth vampire Spider-Man D-list villain. So is this a Sony movie? Yeah. With Jared Leto as the Morbius.
1: I heard or I think I saw some headline on comicbook.com dot com that was like <laughs> uh, Stay off comicbook.com <laughs> I mean I don't I'm not on it, it's just like you know, sponsored post. You see those headlines. Yeah, see those they're headlines. all written by computers. Yeah. <laughs> it was like saying that like Sony's master plan is to have like a multiverse movie with Tommy McGuire and and Andrew Garfield. What? They already made that just without
0: those guys. Yeah, they want to the, do multiple multiverse movies? Sure. That's dumb.
1: It's comicbook.com? Don't
0: do that. They can, they can voice additional Spider-Men in Into the Spider-Verse 2. But if they make a live action into the Spider-Verse... What are you
1: going to do, Sean? What are you going to do?
0: I'm going to pledge it right here. If that movie comes out... <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Um, I'm done. I'll never go to a Sony movie again for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> or if it's awesome. Then I've, then I've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I will rue the day.
4: Did you guys ever I'm see so the sorry. first Venom? Any? any I never seen? saw it.
3: No. No. Okay. I just don't care. And it looked
4: bad and highly unnecessary.
3: People went to see it I bet it. it's like Just kind of bad mm-hmm. That's why I think The new one Might be good I think it has a chance I don't know I'm just feeling I got a feeling you guys <laughs> Feeling I don't know I,
1: don't I respect know. John I mean, Having a feeling yeah. It's direct. A lot it's of directed the, by Andy Serkis I don't, circus. don't have
3: the Yeah Andy Circus. He knows about the CG And how to use it On the body It's a lot of the people I see on Twitter
0: loving cats right now are also people who talked positively about Bedham back in 2017 or whatever it was that came out. So I think there there is something there. I know that that movie is surprisingly horny. Um <laughs> What, what can you tell me about Venom Two? What's do we have any sort of plot synopsis? Any new cast members? Anything to work on?
3: Well, he's he's facing off against Carnage,
0: who was oh, right. revealed at Woody the Harrelson? end of Venom.
3: Woody Harrelson is Carnage, which sounds kind of interesting. I, I feel like we've been getting maybe a little too much Woody lately, but it's okay. It's still fun casting. And Carnage is just like, he's just a fucking crazy man. Remember that sweet video game back in the day for for Genesis and Super Nintendo had a red cartridge. Yeah,
0: maximum carnage. At least you'll be able to tell
1: red cartridges. But at least be able to, like...
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's my Morbius laugh. Um, <laughs> but, like, I feel like one of the problems with Venom, even though I didn't see it, but it seemed like a problem, was that Venom fought a guy and a symbiote. Uh, suit that looked just like him so at least we have one that will be able to distinguish what they look like
0: wait wait wait! so they're already repeating themselves (laughs) they're doing another bad guy symbiote movie back to back
3: yeah but this is a classic character man this is carnage from the 90s people love the
0: 90s does does venom have no enemies that aren't other symbiote people
3: i mean his enemy is fucking (laughs) (laughs) spider-man We, I mean, like, we see vultures uh, in in, uh, in Morbius, oh, and maybe yeah, they'll connect yeah, this yeah. to Venom. It's all getting connected. Oh, God. I'm not sure in what way. <laughs> I see your man Sean Stephen Graham is in an undisclosed role. <laughs> oh. Maybe they'll I have him as a... You explained to me who he was on the Irishman podcast.
0: Oh, right. That guy. He's in Boardwalk Empire. From Boardwalk
3: Empire. Al Capone. Because he looks like he's from Prohibition <laughs> times. Yeah, he was Tony Pro in Irishman. Um, but it, like, it seems like they're slowly introducing some other Spider-Man characters. I see Shriek is a character. In the new Venom movie, I don't even know. Are we? It's Venom or is it Morbius? Which one did we pick as the? I'm as giving it a twofer. Uh, Sorry, twofer.
4: Same thing. I should put Morbius at
3: the spot too. October it, second it. will be about the same thing. When's Morbius come out? Did you guys all see the trailer for Morbius? I did. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Did, did Did you like how ripped he got? <laughs>
4: yeah, that was pretty really cool. I've never Nancy, seen. did you that see the trailer for Morbius?
1: No, I did not. But I'm very okay, excited so he that he's ripped.
3: He's super frail at the beginning, and he has those like kind of walker things you put on your wrist because uh, he's a rare blood disease. But then he touches – it looks like he touches an artifact. I think in the comics it was an experiment. But then he gets like so ripped, and it's like hell so, yeah. So, yeah. I, love, I, thought well, he, I thought he rip. wasn't going to be ripped. I love ripped. I heard all these r- – <laughs> I heard these rumors that since Jared Harris is in it, and they haven't said who he is, that Jared Harris is the new Doctor Octopus. But uh, I don't know. We'll see if that turns out to be true. That'd be awesome, but I don't. I don't think they're going to do that, even though it's perfect casting. <sighs> uh, but which one looks worse? Morbius definitely looks worse. Way worse. I think Venom. Yeah. Venom two. I don't know, guys. Where's this coming know. from? I don't understand. I don't know. Like I haven't even room seen room Venom
4: one.
3: <laughs> I just got a feeling. Hmm. I got, a, I got a feeling.
4: Mm.
2: I got a feeling. We'll see.
4: Uh, so you guys is number ones. Are they the same movie? I'm,
3: are, they're going to be the same. It's movie, probably yeah. the same movie. It's the same movie. Okay. Uh, yeah, you might have heard
0: that uh, Hans Zimmer was not available to score the new Christopher Nolan movie, and that's because he was making another movie that comes out this year. It's Dune. Uh, yeah,
1: I didn't even know that.
0: No, which part?
1: Well, I knew that there was a Dune movie coming out sometime, <laughs> no, what? but I didn't know it was this year. It's, it yeah. comes yeah. out that's in cool. the Star Wars slot, December eighteenth this year. Okay, good. Uh, that's why I have an entire year to finish Dune. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, funny go.
3: you mentioned you started reading it because I read
1: the, the Kindle
3: sample yesterday. <laughs>
4: everybody's thinking about i was just it. Fe- <laughs> i was just in
3: the mood read it,
2: maybe
3: i i had some time let's to all kill read one. it let's like, do I a dune read. book club let's do let's do a podcast dune book club <laughs> okay
0: <so laughs> that's what i'm I, saying when i started reading dune a few years ago it was as part of an online book club so i still have a, like a guide for how much dune to read every week oh so can you give you that to want, us if you guys want those page numbers i can share that
3: I do. Let's I want to read it. Dune. So I've here's my. I don't know if I can start talking <laughs> about my early impressions of the book or just how I make, how I feel about the movie. Um,
1: I mean, I literally know nothing about. I haven't seen the original movie. I I don't know why. I was just like, I need to read a non Star Wars book. So <laughs> I thought of that, and I oh, and I bought it on my Kindle, and boom. So, so Sean is the person who's weird. read. As the person who read the most Dune, do you just want to give a very <laughs> brief
3: plot synopsis for everyone listening to this? Okay, um, it's
0: like the far future, like the, very detached from our history. They have their own separate history. It's so far in the future, um, and this guy, this Duke uh, named Lido. I don't know how
3: anything's actually pronounced. <laughs> mean, That's really why I mind. feel like I got to see the original movie so I know if they, they, I assume they got some of the pronunciations right. Um,
0: who's he's played by Oscar Isaac in the, in this new movie, which is great because he's in Star Wars, so it makes it easy for Nancy. Um, <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> uh, he uh he is uh, becomes the new steward of this planet called Arrakis, uh, which has uh sp- the spice on it, which is um this kick-ass drug that uh like for humans it makes you like better like you can like live longer and stuff but also uh you get like superpowers from it and also you can use it to like travel through space so it's like a real sweet drug even though this planet fucking sucks um and like there's a bunch of political shit going on and uh so duke leto's like taking his family with him and that includes uh his wife who's the lady jessica who is who is part of this like cult of women who have like incredible mind powers, uh, called call the Bene Gesserit, I think is what that, that's called, and uh, and and they and then also their young son comes with them, um, and he is called Paul, and he's gonna be <laughs> Timothy Chalamet, and and he's got uh, he's getting brought into the Bene Gesserit stuff too which is like messed up because you're not supposed to bring boys into that because they have like cool potential stuff that can happen if they get many desert powers. So he's like an important kid. He's like, like put his hand in like this box. that hurts real bad. It's, it's, it's great. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's what I read last night. He's like, my hand,
2: my hand.
0: Um, now, But yeah, yeah. It's, so it's
3: about like the political situation that's happening on this super important planet in the future. It, it seems like the perfect kind of story to do in a post-Game of Thrones world. It seems like this should be a slam dunk. And, like, you got Denis Villeneuve, who had an amazing decade. It pretty much, like, his breakout film came out in the, in the decade, and then all his films after that were, were awesome. And, I, and, like, Blade Runner was, I thought, very good, and I am very disappointed how it did at the box office, which also makes me very afraid for Dune. Um because i don't know i don't know that it is like necessarily like a blockbuster kind of movie you know it's this great world with great characters and storylines but will that translate to a big sci-fi movie that everyone wants to go see like my early impressions reading some of that book are like well actually my takeaway from dune was like it's a good story but there's so much terminology that's thrown at you right at the beginning and there's no hand holding
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm hoping they can find a
3: way around that in the movie. Like I'm reading the book, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck Gom Jabbar or any of this shit is. <laughs> I, I want to know, but I don't know yet. So I feel like there are there's like a lot of like
1: potential roadblocks See, that's here. why I, we should do the book club so Sean can shit. explain this to us. Yeah. We will be you know, so full of the, the Dune movie. glossary.
3: I, I really, really wanna be prepared for Dune because it sounds so cool. <laughs> Is this uh, is this just going to be one movie, or is it going to be split up into two? I thought I might have heard that, or maybe it's wrong. It's two, supposedly, right now, and a uh, prequel miniseries on HBO Max. Wow. That's, that's a lot. Which,
1: I don't know, man. Are they, which like, hopefully Sean like, downloads, downloads and puts on his Plex server. You're
3: not going to uh, get HBO Max? I'm probably going to get HBO I'm definitely going to get it. It sounds totally so worth
1: sorry. it. sorry. I mean, I already got HBO now.
3: But this will basically have everything that has, but more, just a little more expensive. It's like fourteen ninety nine, but it's like more. And like it's gonna be super fucking sweet. You gotta watch the Dune show, man. How are you, how are you gonna keep up with the book club if you don't have if you're not watching the Dune <laughs> prequel show? I'll find a way. But I wonder, another I, reason, I feel like, yeah.
0: I'm trying to remember how many weeks. I think it was twelve weeks. So three months to read Dune.
3: How long is it? It's
1: like 600 pages.
3: Cuz I thought I read that there's like a like on Wikipedia it says like 412 pages, but then when I download my the sample on my Kindle it's like 800 pages. Maybe that's just like a Kindle version makes it longer cuz yeah. it's less yeah. more pages. So it is like 400ish. Really so it's make not any sense of pages. <laughs> Uh, but, like, I really, even though I haven't really gotten, in, like, super deep into this, um, and I'm excited to, I really hope this does well. I think it, it'd it be a great uh, win for Denis Villeneuve and for this, you know, sci-fi classic that I feel like hasn't really gotten the appreciation it probably deserves. And also because I was reading about some of the sequels that they made, uh, the yeah. books, I mean. And the one that was most interesting to me was, like, The God Emperor of Dune. Are you familiar with that? (laughs) Because, like, one of the characters, yeah, uh, I don't want to spoil too much. One of the characters' children basically becomes a god worm. And I'm like, I really want to see this in a movie. I want to see this giant worm man god who's been in rule for 3,000 years. Let's get to this,
0: please. And my understanding is that book is also depicting the process of him becoming a sandworm. So there would be, like, parts where he's, like, uh, you know, like, Stubby arms and legs on a on a giant sandworm body. It just it sounds so it sounds so much like a book that could never be filmed at all. If they could somehow make it that far, it would be pretty amazing.
3: Yeah, man, it sounds super fucking sweet. Super excited for Dune, um, but we'll say that for our book club. Yeah. <laughs> did you guys? Did you guys? Have you guys met
0: Duncan
1: Idaho yet? Uh, no, I don't think so. Duncan Idaho's the coolest guy. So, like, I was con- on this. Well, we can talk about this after the time. <laughs> <laughs> this is turning into the deep Book
0: Club. calling got a good copy of Doom.
4: Um, yeah. kind of thinking about it now. <laughs> I wanna read a lot of science fiction, but I'll, I'll dabble.
0: <laughs> this is like the. One of the
3: most beloved science fiction books of all time. It's probably a
0: pretty safe yeah. bet.
3: And also, Frank Herbert's got so many Washington ties, man. Represent. He's from Tacoma. <laughs> Hell yeah.
0: Anyway, Colin, what is your least anticipated movie of 2020? Okay, so...
4: You know, I feel like I really missed an opportunity last year by not putting this film on my least anticipated movies list but thankfully in 2020 <laughs> I got another chance to do it uh it is Sonic the Hedgehog of course uh movie that uh they made they were going to put out last year but then Sonic looked real weird and the fans hated <laughs> it and so because that's the uh, the culture we live in where the internet can dictate uh, movie's release date and, you know, w- whether animators spend hours and hours slaving over animating a new Sonic, uh, it got pushed back.
0: And then getting ruthlessly laid off as soon yeah. as they're sure.
4: done. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> sure. Welcome, welcome to the future. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it just looks like a bad movie. I mean, it looks uh, less <laughs> off-putting, I suppose, because Sonic looks more like the Sonic we know. But, I mean... And, and love. Sh- sure. I don't know. I never played that much Sonic. Well, I guess I played okay. two okay. Sonic So inventions. when I'm like...
0: what. When I'm like, hey, maybe Sonic Adventure is not that good a game. Everyone's like, fuck you, Sean. Sean. (laughs) But now all of a sudden. Go to hell.
1: (laughs) Last year or two years ago, I beat every Sonic game. I mean, not every game, but like all the Sega Genesis games on my phone. And it was the first time I could ever do that. Like I could ever get past like the third level of any of them. A lot, of a lot of save state emulator magic, but uh, I don't remember any of it. So, I'm so you can movie. play him again.
4: You think you'll see it in theaters?
1: No, of
0: course. <laughs> uh, Hell yeah! But I'm gonna make it a pick. <laughs> but Matt, if you just lower your expectations, like maybe it'll be fine. Yeah, just be horribly depressed. That is not it.
1: something I say. <laughs> it's not about X. But guys, 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 guys. Yeah,
3: yeah, guy. Guys. Yeah, what we'll if do. it's What if it's good? <laughs> I don't know yet. I don't know. Okay. It's How Sonic, good?
1: you guys. The little blue fast rat.
3: I'm keeping an open mind on this one.
1: What about that makes it good?
3: <laughs> Just because John won't
0: I
1: like, accept that. I thought, that it's I thought the last
3: trailer was funny. I mean, it'll probably be bad, but I liked the last trailer. So. Um, meow. Well, that wasn't the first trailer, Sean. That was canceled. <laughs> <laughs> you know, remember that the new trailer didn't have any of those scenes from the previous. Even though they're all <laughs> in the it, movie, I assume. Because the. The original the original Sonic was canceled. Yeah. I'm
1: just saying what if it's good. Wouldn't that be cool? It'd be sure. kinda cool. Probably not. I just feel like I mean, I the, recently watched like, the Pokemon movie and I had a fun time.
4: Yeah, I was going to say that, yeah. that. It seems like the best this movie could aspire to be is <laughs> as good as Detective The timing Pikachu.
0: was so bad though. Because Detective Pikachu had just come out and then we get that trailer for Sonic. And it's like Detective Pikachu had nailed making Pokemon look like they belonged in a real world but also super cute. And Sonic just looks so horrible. Although I do like Ben Schwartz more than Ryan Reynolds. I know it's controversial. I think he might even be funnier. We don't
4: get as much of him. That's for sure.
1: Did you guys see that Larry King clip where he was like explaining what Sonic is to Larry King? <laughs> yeah,
0: I did. And Larry King, Larry King does his Sonic voice, and he's like, "Whoa, hello!"
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Hell yeah!
0: Yeah, it's gonna be great.
3: Sonic. I don't know. This oh, was a weird you. year
4: for me to pick out bad movies because there weren't any that I was like mad about. The way that I was mad about three different. You? Well, what?
0: <laughs> Said mad about you. <laughs> mad God.
3: I am mad about you. Isn't me. that getting a reboot?
0: Uh, I'm sure it will. Riser rises. Riser
3: rise
4: rises. rises. <laughs> it's just like a silhouette of him against a dark backdrop. This fall, Riser rises.
3: I'm surprised. No talk of the new Ghostbusters. Just nobody's like that interested. Like maybe it'll be okay.
4: Uh, Yeah, it looks um, looks way inoffensive. Probably won't be great. I can't imagine it'd be terrible. But yeah, plenty of knickknacks. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be plenty of knickknacks. What are?
0: Wonder if there's
4: there's some others that I kind of wanted to talk about but didn't.
0: Was your entire list franchise movies this year? Um
4: not really i mean bloodshot's not a franchise
0: it I, is an adaptation yeah of i a mean, comic
4: book. if it's an adaptation though does it count as a franchise like fantasy island it's not a franchise but it's an
0: adaptation of
4: it mm. old tv show so
0: It says jungle yeah, cruise
4: free guy it's not a franchise ah fucking free guy saved I, your list
3: No. What about The King's Man? Oh, yeah. Well,
4: I mentioned the, the next Kingsman movie on my last last year's list. I know, I it know. Didn't it didn't come out, out. And there was nothing, no information
3: available about it. Whatever. Um, as for other things, I'm pretty shocked Sean did not put the new Top Gun on his list. It really seemed like a movie that Sean would have picked. Just because Tom Cruise... Yeah, but here's the thing. It's flying planes.
0: Top Gun 1 isn't very good, so... It's
3: okay. (laughs) Yeah, it's okay. It has a cool song. It's got John Hamm. Yeah. (gasps) Second most handsome man of
4: 2012. Second most
3: man crush worthy man. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> I can tell from Nancy's exasperated sigh that we're just. <laughs> it's about up. time to
4: end this thing. I mean, we did read our lists. I don't know. I don't know what we're doing <laughs> at this point.
0: Well, I'll tell you guys to uh, keep your eyes peeled over at com over the course of 2020, where maybe, maybe some of these movies will get reviewed or talked about on future podcasts that we make. Um, which you can listen to by searching for Motley Please" on iTunes or in any other sort of podcast app or website or service wh- whatever it takes to get podcasts will be there and um, yeah I don't know if we're going to start a dude book club uh, so um, so I guess while we figure that out um, we'll be taking a brief podcasting hiatus which not unusual for us uh and we'll be back in a couple weeks with a with season two of the pick so uh we'll speak to you next time